We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What a difference 24 hours can make, am I right? <laughs> uh, what's going on, Lady Badger fans? Welcome to the Six Man Show Post Game Live, presented by Rockham. Your Orlando Magic fall in Atlanta to the Hawks, 109-92. In a game that was uh, close in the first half and not in the second half. Um, we talked about this yesterday, if you're with us for the Pistons game. Just had no idea what to expect. Obviously, second night of a back-to-back, third game in four nights, always going to be tough. And, uh, yeah, this team, especially not having Paolo, not having Gary, uh, struggled mightily offensively. So to all the clowns out there that sit here and tell me that, oh, the statistics, the the metrics, the analytics say that you know the Magic are actually better without Paolo Bancaro. Watch this game. <laughs> Again, I know it's third game of Fortnite, second night of a back-to-back. So it's not exactly in a vacuum. But still, don't tell me that Paolo doesn't mean something to this team. Don't tell me this team is better without Paolo. Nonsense. Whatever. All right. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm producer Kevin. Glad you're here. Six Man Show Post Game Live is, of course, presented by Rockham. Rockham is the world's largest sock store, and they're located in Orlando, actually, which is kind of cool. They make socks. They make underwear. Uh, you can get Orlando Magic socks, some really cool stuff from there, uh, as well as, you know, maybe if you've got a favorite NFL team or a favorite NHL team, go Bolts. Or maybe a favorite college team, uh, you can get all kinds of fun socks and underwear from their website, as well as non-sports stuff, too. So always check them out. Uh, when you do, we always encourage you to use this code MAGIC20. Why? Because it gets you 20% off of your order, and it helps out the six-man show as well. So why not? It's a win-win for everybody. Again, great Central Florida company. Rock them. Check them out and use that code MAGIC20. Ah, okay, uh, Super Chat. already have one from our guy. Ty, Mr. TV says, hit the like. We were just sloppy, tired, missing P5. It was always going to be a battle, right? When you look at a schedule, even back in August when we get this, you know, a third game of four nights back-to-back, it's always going to be tough. But then you add to it, number one, the travel, going from Detroit to Atlanta. Number two, it's an 8 p.m. tip, excuse me, tip-off last night and a 7 p.m. tip-off tonight. That means less than 24 hours between them. Then you add to it the incredible emotions from last night. 
Like, wow. It was always going to be tough. However, Hawks have excuses too. No Trey Young. No Okongwu. That's pretty legit. However, they haven't played since Friday. So weigh those out how you will. Always going to be a tough one. Uh, but yeah, very, very, very disappointing for the Magic tonight. I'll, I'll be honest. It's one thing to just go out there and and be tired, to be exhausted. It's another to kind of play the way we did. And I know tiredness can be a factor when it comes to like turnovers, like decision making, right? But man, turnovers were horrible tonight. Let's look at the chat. Chris says such a frustrating game. No Powell is rough, and we look tired on to Tuesday. Britton says almost as disgusting as licorice. I'll take the two two out of three on the road. Facts. That's the thing. Like you come into a three game road trip like this, your goal, like you're never aiming to go three and zero. Like three and zero is nice, but two and one on a three game road trip, especially when it's three games and four nights, none of us would have a problem with it. You got to look at the big picture here, but small picture tonight, yeah, tough. Rom says it was a scheduled loss indeed. It's a bummer that both the Sixers and Pacers lost as well. We could have uh, the Pacers. The Pacers won, unfortunately. Somehow they beat the Mavericks. Hottest team in basketball, and the Pacers found a way. Soul Train said that second half made me angry. That second half was a disaster. Defensively in the third quarter. Offensively, basically the entire game. But the second half especially. Miserable. And the guys that we needed to step up really didn't. We, the moment that Franz got his fourth foul in that third quarter, I texted to Jonathan Luke. I said, we're either going to win this game or lose this game based on how Cole handles being the p potentially primary scorer with no Powell and then Franz on the bench. It didn't go well. Uh, and then in the fourth quarter, you're like, okay, Franz can come in here and save the day. That didn't go well. The, the guys we needed to score just didn't have it tonight. And that happens. It's the NBA. It happens. Luke says, tough game, turnovers and missed free throws. Still, if you told me we go 2-1 and one on this road trip, I'd take it 1-3-0, and, three and oh, but oh well. Exactly. 2-1 and one on a road trip? Psh, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Soul Train says, I don't mean to be dramatic, but I've given up on, given up on volts. Here's the deal. <laughs> we said back-to-back. -back. We said three games and four nights. Guess who that doesn't apply to? Mark Helfoltz. Yeah, Soul Train. Doesn't look good. Does not look good. Present or future for Mark Hell. If he if he's going to um put a stamp on a game, this would have been a really good good game to do that. Rough. Brian says that was sad. Have to bounce back next game. Yep. Noel says we should have traded Isaac when his stock was high. Good thing is it's a strain, so he's not out for the season or anything like that, but yeah, that's, that's tough to see. I mean, we were all holding our breath when that happened. Rom says, my bad Pacers won. Yeah, Pacers beat the Mavericks tonight, or this afternoon, which is crazy. Karen says, Caleb played good. Cole's getting his game back. Go Magic. Caleb was great tonight. Obviously, wish he'd hit some threes in the second half to match his first half. But as for Cole, Cole had some good moments, but had some rough ones tonight, too. Warp says, oof. That was ugly. I had a bad feeling coming to this one. Second item of back-to-back -back and missing players. Hope J.I. is okay and Paolo can rest up and be ready. I hope so. We owe the Nets on Tuesday. We do. Yeah, places all of a sudden Dallas loses. Yeah, what's with that? Come on. 
Thanks, Praza says, Kevin, give me, let me get that calming post-game session. I hope this is scratching that itch for you. I'm calm. I'm good. Two and one on a road trip is fine. Second night of back-to-back, we're going to be, going to be tough. You know, it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> David says, you knew it was over when Murray got hot. Yeah. I'm so glad we don't have to see him there until next season. DeJounte Murray, man. Woof. Jeremy says, well, that was ugly. Yep. Blaze says, J-I-M-R-I is negative. Have they already come out with that? Did they say that on the postgame show? That's, that'd be amazing. Janine says, well, that was a frustrating game. Guys, look out of sorts from the start. Time for my Magic Maniac therapy session with Kevin. Let's go. Let's go. I'm here for you guys. I'm here for you. And by the way, this is, this is what I always like to remind people. On these, like, miserable nights where nothing goes our way, and it's a Sunday night. There's so many other things you could be doing. These are the true magic maniacs, the 60-something of you that are here right now, the true magic maniacs. That's what I'm saying. Glad you're here. Destin for Greatness has got to protect the ball. So many turnovers and missed free throws. Woof. Wait till you see these numbers. Uh-uh. Mr. Today says, don't want to see Atlanta in the play-in at all, SMH. Oh, gosh. I, I really don't think we're going to be in the play-in, guys. Like, I have... I'm not usually one to be this confident, but like looking at our schedule, looking at the health before tonight, it would take a big fumble job for this team not to finish at least six. I really believe that. And we're going to look at some schedule stuff here at the end of the show. Not just our schedule, but some of the other schedules for the teams we're competing against. I feel really good about where we are. I do. Oh, we got a super chat I missed earlier. Louis Rosario says, J.I. going down was not something we needed to see. No. No, hopefully it really is just a strain as was mentioned, but we'll find out officially tomorrow. Someone said, I think it was Blaze said in the chat that, um, that the, the MRI came back negative. I hadn't heard that yet, but also I don't get to watch the post game show, obviously, cause I, you know, I'm doing this in here. Um, so that would be amazing if it already came back negative, that would be huge. That would be huge. Oof. Blaze uh, <laughs> says, Murray always want to show off against Orlando, but against other teams, he's soft. What's with that? Good grief. Oh, Destin for Greatness says, I know it's petty, but I'm so glad Murray didn't get that triple-double. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. Um, hmm. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, Ms. Ty, Mr. Chibi says, I hope J.I. won't miss too much time. Yeah, for real. Soul Train, I mean, I, I'm, you know, I, I can't blame you for this. Says, Hawks were without, uh, uh, can't talk. Hawks were without Okongwu and Trey Young. No excuses. Yes and no. I think there's 100% merit to that. I think you're not wrong, right? The flip side is third game of four nights, second night of a back-to-back. You're without Paolo. I think all those things, they probably cancel each other out. Should you have played better in this game? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Should this game have been competitive in the second half? 100%. But the outcome, like the loss, I could go either way. It's not cool. Don't get me wrong. Should have played better. Should not have lost by 17. I don't know. Oof. Also says, the free throw frustration reminds me of the early Dwight Howard days. Good grief. I did not need that. Did not need that coming back into my mind. Those were miserable, miserable times at the free throw line. <laughs> oh, man. 
Let's see. We got another super chat. Oh, it's from Soul Chain Train. He says, young teams really go up and down quickly. Yeah, facts. That is the NBA in 2024. For sure. Oh, yeah. Everett says Fultz is a liability. He's just wasted roster place. I, 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 there's not a whole lot I can say about Markel, honestly. It feels like the writing's on the wall. And Blaze says, safe to say that Fultz get replaced in free agency. Here's something, guys, that <laughs> some people aren't going to like this. And I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm saying there's a chance. There's a chance that our starting point guard is already on the team in Anthony Black. I know not everyone wants to hear that. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. I wouldn't even put it as probable. But I'm not saying, but I am saying I don't think it's a 0% chance. The growth that we've seen from Anthony Black since, I mean, even pre, like thinking back to like Summer League, the growth we've seen from him in less than a year, if he can do that again, I'm just saying. It's not a 0% chance. That's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, Michael Martin says, seems like our, without our leader on offense, P5, and on defense, J.I., we were lost. We were as lost puppies. That I mean, that is a great point. Great point. We look totally lost, especially offensively. I mean, statistically, I don't know, but I test, this was the worst offensive night of the season. Like, I test-wise. Woof. Steven says, one and three versus the struggling Hawks. It's like Murray hypes up his team only versus us. Some teams just, you know, they play well against you. Even doesn't matter their record. I mean, the Nets, team we play on Tuesday, same thing. I think we're 0-2 or 1-2 against the Nets. 1-3 um, now against the Hawks. And, and don't forget, our one win came in overtime. It's not like we blew them out. They blew us out once, and then we had three really tight games against them. Rough. Rough. Michael, I'm glad you noticed this. <laughs> he said, did you mean to misspell Caleb's name as in Clay Thompson mixed in? Yes. I have, since uh, the beginning of the season, I've been calling him Caleb because he just comes in and he's got that pure shooting stroke. And when it's going in, it phew, looks like a little Caleb to me. That's why I call him. I call him Caleb. <laughs> uh, okay, Blaze says, I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, I have not seen the MRI thing. I have not seen that. Only the x-ray. The MRI is the important one. The x-ray, you know, most people assumed it wasn't broken. So the MRI is the bad one. MRI is the, is the big one. Big one. Um, the only hero says this This was pretty bad. We need a point guard badly without Powell. The offense looks horrible. But it will get better. I trust the office, front office to make moves in the offseason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jude says it right here. The x-ray came back negative. They will do the MRI once they get back to Orlando. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Usually how it goes. Oh, goodness. A couple more of these, um, and then we're going to look at some stats. And then, like I said, I want to do something we've never done before at the end of the show. We're going to look at some of the schedules, not just for the Magic, but for the teams that are around the Magic. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. So um, we'll do that here in a little bit. Um, Soul Train says, honestly, Fulton and OKK are the only guys I'm negative about. They'll both be free agents. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Steven says things went downhill after Franz at one and three on those free throws. Oof. Yeah. Man says, play that song. What? No. 
We can't do that. We can't do it after an L. Come on, man. Come on, man. Destined for greatness, as we look so flat, Franz had, what, 13, 14 points in the first half and ended up with 19. He's looked frustrated the last two nights. Frustrated and tired. He looked tired. Well, everyone looked tired tonight. Times for TV says, AB will be ready next year, I'm sure. I think we will see a major jump for sure. I hope so. Ace says, I wholeheartedly agree with you on AB being the new PG1. He's got the defensive ability that Markel brings and is not afraid to shoot the open shots, and he makes them. He makes them. He makes them. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, do you believe in this? Producer Kevin loves his word play, and we're here for it. Let's go. Love that. That's amazing. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Um, let's look at, uh, I guess we'll look at the box score. I mean, it's ugly, guys. It's really, really ugly. I'm going to spend more time on the team stats than the individual box score. Um, yeah, because it's not great. Franz with 19, but 7-16 from the field, 2-6 of six from 3. I was really disappointed, guys. This is a game I know it's tough. I know it's third game of four nights, but there were moments in this game I thought Franz really needed to take over, and every time he tried, it didn't work, you know? I feel like Franz is better than he was tonight, um, and that's okay. Like, it happens. It's part of basketball. It's part of the brutal NBA schedule, but did leave a lot to be desired, especially in that fourth quarter. He took a totally ill-advised three, when the Magic were starting to claw into this game or into the deficit. Yeah, that was... It wasn't even like he was high. It wasn't a heat check or anything. He just hoisted a really long three with no flow to the offense. That's one tiny example I'm nitpicking, but overall, just wish... This would have been a really good time for a good Franz game. Wendell was pretty good tonight, 18-10. and 10. Thought he was super aggressive getting to the rim, which you love to see. Also went 2-5 of five from 3. Goga... <laughs> Go got the start tonight. I don't think that experiment worked that well. 
Obviously, statistically, it didn't. Two points, five boards, two assists for Goga, including 0 of 1 from 3. And this one did not end up looking like a potential assist, as the guys were talking about on the broadcast. Jalen, tonight with 14 and 6, 6 of 10 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. I thought Jalen was really good. I, sometimes, like on nights like tonight, I wish Jalen was a little more aggressive offensively. Like, I would like to see Jalen try to do something other than take a 3, you know? Try to get to the rim more. Try to draw fouls. Uh, doesn't take a free throw all night. I think Jalen's more than um, I think Jalen's got more to offer than, and I'm I'm grateful he's become a great three point shooter. Like, don't get me wrong, huge for this team, gigantic, massive. But I hope he doesn't get pigeonholed into that role too much. I would still like to see him try to get to the rim a few times a night. Anthony Black not his not his best game for sure tonight. One of seven from the field, four points, seven boards, only one assist, one of three from three. Rough night for AB. Uh, Cole eh, had a few good stretches, but by and large, I mean, wildly inefficient. Again, 6 of 16 from the field. Also had uh, three turnovers in 30 minutes. Uh, Markel, we already talked about him, only played 11 minutes. I, I'm, I'm almost out of words, guys, for Markel. I really am. J.I. plays two minutes before going out with that left knee strain. Mo Wagner only gets 12 minutes tonight. Two points, five boards for him. Joe Ingles with 19 minutes tonight. Not a whole lot from him. Caleb Houston, the story of the night for me. The only guy that played, I mean, Wendell, you, you could say, played pretty well. But outside of Wendell, I'd say the only guy that played above what we sometimes typically see from him would be Caleb. Uh, 12 points tonight, four of nine from the, from three. Um, I'm trying to think. He made all those in the first half. He didn't make a three in the second half. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. Um, before we look at some of these other stats here, yeah, Janine says, should have known this was going to be a rough game when Goga took the first shot as a three. Facts. Facts. Man says, oh, he's going back to the song. He says, we have to play the song after every game, or play a song every game, got to keep the same energy, maybe with a lower pitch. <laughs> I, I can't get behind that. I'm sorry, man. That song's for celebrations only. If we start playing it after a loss, it's going to like, give conflicting messages to my soul, you know? Can't do that. <laughs> Steven says, yo, you're right. That three by Franz made no sense to take. It led to an easy bucket for the Hawks afterwards. Yep. Very poor shot selection there by Franz. Chris says, sometimes when the offense flows through Franz, the ball gets stuck a little bit. Should get better with experience. Yeah. Oh, uh, Michael Martin says, what difference does it make calling a timeout on a run if guys let go of the rope in the end? In, oh, in that end. Yeah, they slacked off defensively tonight after the minister went down. Yeah, man, several defensive possessions tonight were just so uncharacteristic of this team. Is it down to rest? Is it down to just mentally not being there? Is it down to, I, I don't know, but you're 100% right. Lots of possessions tonight. This team just uh, made some big mistakes. Nick Monks, I'm glad you mentioned this. This is what we're going to look at next, some of the team stats and Free throws, I mean, good grief. He says, leaving 10 points at the free throw line is unacceptable. Even when we would have made eight more, even if we would have made eight more, we would have had more momentum at times, 100%. We'll look at the shooting stats here in a second. First, here's some of the game summary stuff. Uh, Magic lead at half and lose the game by 17. That gives you any indication about how that second half went. They got outscored 38 to 19 in that third quarter and 26 to 22 in that fourth 38 to 19 in the third. Yikes. Yikes. Points in the paint. Atlanta wins points in the paint. Part of that is probably not having Paolo, but regardless, 
losing points in the paint, never good for this Magic team. Bench points, only 35 for the Magic, never good for this Magic team. And then the turnovers, good grief. 18 turnovers, I would bet eight of those totally and completely unforced. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that the Hawks fouled us to get turnovers because I'm not J.B. Bakerstaff. Shout out if you saw that, if you guys saw that video. Um, but equally as disappointing and shocking as 18 turnovers for the Magic is only forcing nine Atlanta turnovers. Yikes. That's when you know the Magic defense is not clicking because the Magic usually do a much better job than nine turnovers forced. Um, and uh, credit to Atlanta, they took advantage 21 points off of 18 turnovers, which actually isn't even that good, really. Magic did a technically a better job, 14 points on nine turnovers, but regardless. Regardless, all right, we're going to look at some of these shooting stats next, but I do need to go ahead and warn um, our viewers, uh, if you have young children, uh, this next page where I show you the shooting stats um, is a little bit um, it's a little bit hard to look at. It's uh, sensitive material and viewer discretion is advised, okay? <laughs> I'm kidding, by the way. Um, I'm just talking about our horrible shooting stats. Kids, you can stick around. Uh, Magic shoot 35 of 84 from the field, not from three, from the field, 41%. Gross. That is 2024 shooting 41% from the field. The Magic shoot 14 of 38 from three for 36.8%, which actually isn't abysmal, except that they took 38 threes. This team is not a team that needs to be taking 38 threes. I know some of those were kind of chucks down the stretch when you, the lead is basically insurmountable without being able to hit threes. You can maybe add four of those. But still, even if that's the case, 34 threes is just too many for this team. This team is not built like that. But the big one, the painful one, the worst one, 8 of 18 from the free throw line for 44%. You almost shot worse from the free throw line than you did from the field. Yikes. And it was guys you don't always expect to have that happen. Like, going back to the box score, Franz missed those two free throws as part of the, the three free throw trips. He goes 3 of 5. Wendell 2 of 4. AB 1 of 2, Cole 1 of 3, Markel 1 of 2, and JI 0 of 2. Like, yikes. Frost was the only person to shoot over 50%. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Bad, 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 bad. Never good. You do out-rebound the Hawks. You get more offensive rebounds, which this team, you know, has been a very good offensive rebound team this season. Oh, man. But outside of that, it's like phew, nothing. Nothing went your way. That's the, that's the only stat line that went your way. Yikes. Not good. This team really, really needs some rest going into Tuesday. All right, let's see here. Chris says 10 free throw, missed free throws makes my head hurt 100%. Do you believe in says, find us a song for losses that fits for maniacs? Still fans, but... Oh, still fans, but gutted vibe. Ha! Maybe I'll have to think about that. The hard thing is doing these live streams on YouTube. There are most songs we can't play without getting copyright strike. Luckily, that's why I can't play the new version of the song because it's new, like AO the producer, and it's on Spotify and all that kind of stuff. But the old version of the song, 
is old, you know? So it's it's fair game. Um, let me have to think about that. Hmm. A song to play in losses. I'll think about it. Steven says game was lost in the third quarter again. Yeah, where have we heard that before? We did get a super chat while I was doing some of those stats. It's from Meh. He says, play that song. Meh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to play the song after a loss. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Maybe I will. You know what? Maybe I'll do an edit of the song. A sad. No, I'm afraid that'll get memed. I won't do that. I'll, I'll think about the song thing, but I'm not playing the song. I appreciate the super chat. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> do you believe in says, I know high school teams with better free throw stats. Yikes. Yikes. Chris says, I always wait to watch scary stuff after my daughter has gone to bed. This would give her nightmares. <laughs> oh, goodness. Steven also says, ready for Tuesday. If we drop that to the Nets, I'll be hot. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Okay. Uh, I want to do something, like I said, I, we haven't done. Actually, no. First, let's do scores and standings, then I'll do this. Um, looking at scores around the league, today was not a good day for the Magic. Just being honest, guys. Obviously, you lose. That stinks. Well, the Nuggets came back against the Warriors. Fun. Bulls beat the Pelicans. Wow. Okay. Uh, Thunder beat the Rockets. Cavs beat the Wizards. This is the one, though. Pacers destroy the Mavericks. The hottest team in basketball lately. The Dallas Mavericks get whooped in Indianapolis. Not good. This one is good, though. Bucks beat the Sixers. That's nice. What does all that mean for us? I was really excited because coming into tonight, there was a chance that the Magic could get within one and a half games of the four seed. And instead, with the loss, they are now the eight seed because Miami owns the tiebreaker. They're a game back of the six seed Pacers because the Pacers won today. The Sixers, uh, the five seed, the Magic are now one and a half games back of five and two and a half games back of the four seed New York Knicks. Um, and if we want to get crazy, five games back of the three seed. The only reason I keep mentioning the Bucks, the only reason is because we play them twice the last week of the season. So as long as we're within two games by then, you never know. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I think it's highly doubtful, especially because as you'll look at in a second, uh, the Bucks have a very favorable schedule this week, although the schedule the rest of the way is pretty tough. But uh, schedule's, schedule is pretty favorable this week. Okay, I want to end this with something we've never done before. I want to look at, these are, this is the week ahead for the Magic and for uh, the teams that are around them. I might start doing this each week, like at whatever game is at the end of the week, looking ahead to the next week, because we're in crunch time, folks. We are two months, under two months now away from the end of the regular season. Um, and so it's time to look at these things, Okay. It's time to look at these things. Magic this week, a very light week, only three games, all at home. Thank goodness, Brooklyn, Utah, Detroit. You got to win at least two of those. You have to. You have to win at least two. Three is probably, probably should be the expectation, depending on health and stuff. The Heat have a very difficult week this week, especially because, number one, they're out west for three games. Number two, they're going to be missing players. Tomorrow night, they play at Sacramento without Jimmy Butler, without Nikola Jovic, without Thomas Bryant, all suspended because of their, you know, uh, on-the-court scuffles with the Pelicans. Then the next night, they play at Portland on the second night of a back-to-back without Thomas Bryant. Then they play at Denver without Thomas Bryant. Then they play at home against Utah. That is a tough, tough week. Miami would be thrilled to go 2-2. Two two. That's what I think. We thrilled to go 2-2. Two two. 
So there's a chance the Magic can gain ground on Miami this week, potentially. Pacers, very, I should say, pretty favorable week, right? Toronto, New Orleans, then at New Orleans, at San Antonio. They will win at least two of those games for sure. Maybe even three. I doubt they sweep New Orleans, but they should beat Toronto and they should beat San Antonio, and they will probably get one against New Orleans. I, th- I think they could go three and one. Sixers, a very light week as well. However, they open it up at Boston. Reminder, Boston has lost three games at home all season. Feel pretty good about Boston on Tuesday. Um, but they do play Charlotte. But then they play at Dallas. There's a chance the Sixers could easily go 1-2, and two, maybe even 0-3. Oh I think it's very possible. Again, great opportunity for the Magic to catch, catch up some ground on the Sixers. The Knicks, very interesting week this week. Three home games and a road game. The first one's Detroit. I'm just saying, if Detroit plays on Tuesday against the Knicks like they played against us last night, I think they have a chance. It's not It's not a 0% chance, you know? That's what I think. But they're probably going to lose to the Knicks. But then they play New Orleans. Golden State is hot, and they go at Cleveland. I think that could be a 2-2 two and two week for the Knicks. Bucks have the easiest schedule of all versus Charlotte at Charlotte at Chicago. I know the Bucks have been a little bit of a mess lately, but 3-0 and should be expected there for them. Then the Cavs, I know we're reaching here, but the Cavs play Dallas, then at Chicago, at Detroit versus New York. Again, should be at least 2-2 two and two there, maybe even 3-1. and one. All I have to say, there's a chance for the Magic to make up some ground here. Um, yeah, I say there's a chance. I will say, though, guys, all these other teams, Miami, Indiana, Sixers, Knicks, Bucks, Cavs, obviously have harder schedules because the Magic have the easiest schedule. Um, oh, goodness. Uh, but all of them also have West Coast trips still. Now, Miami has theirs this week, but all the other teams, they have West Coast trips still to go. It, it Again, tonight sucks. Don't get me wrong. But the future, the last couple months of this schedule, very favorable for, favorable for the Magic, especially compared to the other teams that are that they're competing against. All right, chat. Final things here. You guys want to give your predictions? Let's do that really fast. I want to hear your predictions this week. Magic, three games, all at home. Brooklyn, Utah, Detroit. Let's end this night with some predictions. Two and one, three and oh, one and two. What do you think? What do you think? Brooklyn, Utah, Detroit. Let me know in the chat. If it's me, I wish I could say two, three and oh, but it's probably going to be two and one. I don't know where. Probably Utah, maybe. I don't know. I would just hope, hope we beat Brooklyn. That's the team I really want to beat. I want us to prove that we can beat them. I want us to prove that we can beat them. All right. Um, last couple chats here. Um, so a lot of a lot of song selections again guys i can't play songs that are like active songs because we can't play them on youtube without getting in trouble um that's why i play the old version of the song because it's it's legal i can do that um ryan says two and one do you believe this is the pep talk two and one chris says two and one michael says two and one luke says if healthy three and oh but two and one probably janine says the exact same thing if everyone healthy three and oh if not two and one Nick says she'll win all three games, but do not play the same starting lineup. I can almost guarantee, to quote Charles Barkley, we will never, ever, ever see this starting lineup ever again. <laughs> Go-Go Wendell, Franz, Jalen A.B. Nope. 
don't think that'll ever, 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 ever happen again. So I think you can sleep easy knowing that tonight. And Finley says 3-0 and guaranteed. I like that. Soul Train says 2-1. and Steven says we went 2-1 and on this trip, beat the Cavs. I'll take that over the Hawks, I guess. Exactly. You're just swapping that out. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us tonight. Right now, as we speak, Jonathan and Luke are recording the next episode of The Six Man Show, which will be out in the morning. So obviously check that out. It'll be fun to get their reactions, especially to the Paolo stuff from last night. I can't wait to hear Jonathan and Luke talk about that. That'll be fun. So definitely check that out. We'll be back here on Tuesday for the show after the Nets game. Man, I hope we beat the Nets. Let's get some rest. Let's get Paolo some rest. We'll find out about J.I. tomorrow. Hope everyone's healthy for Tuesday. But until then, have a good start to your week. And of course, let's go magic.